0: Welcome in, everyone, to another edition of The Disney List. I'm Al John Go. conspicuous by her absence, my wife. Once again, taking care of the kids, appreciate it. Almost a month in to this whole parenthood thing. We're doing our best, I promise. <laughs> the kids are wearing us out. Anyway, I hope you had a great week, and I appreciate you. We appreciate you joining us every single week before we get into the show we're going to be discussing our top headlines top 10 headlines from disney marvel and star wars this week we're also going to celebrate the 92nd 92nd birthday of mickey mouse hence the t-shirt we're wearing the t-shirt today so we are going to celebrate by playing a classic interview i made notes of our wdw tea room Uh, Just a brief interview with the voice of Mickey Mouse, Brett Iwan, from 2011. Okay. (laughs) It's a a brief interview. Um, We had a great time. Uh, Brett Iwan is just an amazing individual. He has his brand new Mickey Mouse ears available at Shop Disney, which has the Mickey Mouse, of course, Mickey Mouse head with the ears and the on-air symbol, which is awesome. And we met him several times during D23 over the years, and he is just the best. Absolutely the best. So we're going to play a little bit of that interview to kind of, you know, once again, bring you back to those memories of when we had so many awesome guests here on the show uh, during the old Tiki Room era. So there's more guests to come. So we appreciate you tuning in. We, uh, We go live every week on Sunday nights now. Uh, on facebook live so we appreciate it so we are recording the show thank you for tuning in we're going to have a blast i'm going to see uh, if i can do this show justice today so sit back and relax <laughs> and enjoy this episode of the disney list Rock Podcast, talking all things Disney, with your hosts, Al John Go, and Dave Bossert. You'd just love to learn more about the magic that embodies animated films, theme park attractions, and more? The all-encompassing universe created and produced by the genius of Walt Disney has spanned nearly 100 years and counting. From his earliest film endeavors with the Laugh-O-Gram cartoons and the Alice comedies, to the creation of Mickey Mouse, to the first animated feature film, Snow White and the seven dwarves and then dreaming of Disneyland Walt Disney continuously raised the creative bar and today his company has carried on that tradition as a global entertainment juggernaut I'm Dave Bossard, artist filmmaker and author and I'm Al John Go musician podcaster and radio guy every week Dave and I will explore the entertainment galaxy that is Disney with insightful conversation stories and special guests talking all things Disney listen to never-before-heard stories and behind-the-scenes moments from some of your favorite Disney films, theme park attractions, performances, books, music, and so much more from knowledgeable, insightful, and thought-provoking hosts and guests. Hear the latest news about Disney past, present, and future. Skull Rock Podcast is your go-to source for the magic we all love. Skull Rock Podcast. Visit skullrockpodcast.com. The following is a production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. I'm
1: imagination, huh? Ladies and
0: Gentlemen, podcasting from the Tiki Room Studios in Music City. It's the Disney List. The Disney List. You've got to have characters that the audience, the viewer, the reader Cares
2: about what makes a hero, what friendship, what's the idea of sacrificing yourself for something larger,
1: with the hope that it will be a source
2: of joy
0: and inspiration to all the world. Disney List on Sorcerer Radio with your hosts Kristen and Al John. Brett, you're not here. I come. (laughs) It's Al John here. Welcome to the Disney List. Where well, we give you our top 10 lists from Marvel, Star Wars, and of course Disney. Could be the theme parks, could be movies, films, what have you. We give you those lists every single week. That's what we do. Deep in the throes of fatherhood, I'm Al John Goh, lifelong Marvel, Disney, and Star Wars fan. Thank you for joining us on the show. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to our show. Archive available at thedisneylist.com. And also check us out at Sorcerer Radio deep in the throes of also the holiday season so thank you for supporting us for gosh how many years has it been how many years has it been now us being on sorcerer radio sorcerer radio has been around since 2001 and we have been doing the show since 2009 Formerly wdw tiki room and because of that fact y'all because of that fact swig of water Because of that, we're going to be celebrating Mickey Mouse's 92nd birthday that happened a few days ago with a classic interview with the voice of Mickey Mouse, Fred Iwan. 10 years. (laughs) 10 years. It's been a long time. Big fan shout out to Lindsay Marie. She is a supporter of ours on anchor.fm forward slash the Disney list. So you can also become a top fan like Lindsay. She's got the badge and she soon will have a special gift from us for the holidays, just for me and Kristen. So we're going to figure that out. So Lindsay, feel free to email us. okay? but uh, we do have this uh, classic interview with Brett Iwan and uh, I'm so glad, you know, Brett, Brett Iwan is just. The man. What a classy individual. Not only a very talented artiste, but also a great voice actor, man of many, many talents, and just every time we see him at D23, he is just a joy. And he just released, and I'm jealous of Jeff Davis, uh, host of DW60 on Sorcerer Radio, because he has got the mouse ears uh, from Brett Iwan. He just recently did a... um, I guess they have these guest artists, uh, Disney people. Ashley Eckstein did something. I guess she's got her uh, Mickey Mouse ears. I think they were Princess Leia style ears, artist ears, limited edition. And I had thought that they had pre-sold Brett Iwan's ears. Mickey's head, two ears, of course, and an on-air, um, it was an on-air, you know, like a microphone type of uh, DJ thing. And I thought they had sold out of his like way before, like when we were at D23 last year and they announced it and come to find out Jeff got some. So I don't know if he pre-ordered it or what, but uh, that was like the set of mouse ears I wanted to get as well, because some of you may know I was also like Jeff um, and like Sandy too from Source Radio. We we're all DJs, like legit FM radio DJs. I was on uh, WKDF, Back in the 90s, and in Nashville, WKDF uh, was the rock station. The rock station. I'll have to play you uh, some demos of uh, of stuff back in the day. But I started out in radio back in 19, oh, 1994 um, in college, and then. Ended up being the music director and then going into program directing and student teaching at my college radio station and got a job working and and going back and forth from school and work and going back and forth. It was like a 45-minute drive for me, but I had to do it, Uh, work in Nashville radio. I said to myself, if I could just clean toilets and get into radio, it would be awesome. And then I ended up working for WKDF and WGFX in Nashville. That was uh 103 KDF, a huge rock station, swig of water. And uh, for the live folks out there. And then uh, 104, which was a classic rock station, classic hit station. I did that for a while. And then, uh, oh gosh, format changed to country. A few years later, 1999, joined WBUZ WPRT. And that was... Um, alternative rock, active rock. So played, you know, everything from, you know, Pantera to Papa Roach to, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff, Guns N' Roses, and then uh, doing the local rock show there and then also doing Top 40. <laughs> you guys are going to laugh. So my name was Johnny Go um, on the Top 40 side. On on So I would do literally, I was playing like Backstreet Boys, Spice Girls, you know, all that stuff. And then, uh, and then the other side, I was doing alternative rock, which was hilarious. So yeah, that was just a little bit of my history <laughs> for those of you who care. But I love those mouse ears. I don't even know why I, I started talking about that. I guess it's because the whole DJ thing. But uh, yeah, a few of us on Sorcerer Radio were actually legit DJs. I know Eric Allen, we recruited Eric. He was a uh, college DJ. And uh, Sandy Alexander was a legit DJ. Um, you know FM DJ for many many years, and then Jeff was also a um, country music. But uh, you know, there you go, there you have it, my friends, the radio trifecta uh, there on Sorcerer Radio. Anyway, uh, we're here now. I just do podcasting, you know, when I'm not uh, out there selling guitars. That's what I do, folks. That is what I do. So we are, I guess, gonna go ahead and do some uh, Disney headlines, right? I guess. Straight up from the news desk here, the Disney list. It's not the same when Kristen's not here, is it? No. So we've got some news uh, updates coming around. Uh, I guess one of the things we need to talk about is this brand new hotel, the Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel. They just released some legit pictures uh, from Disney Parks regarding this amazing hotel and this hotel is uh, right there next to galaxy's edge and it looks freaking amazing folks let me tell you how amazing this thing looks and not only will you be able to cosplay live out your star wars vacation over course of a two-night quote-unquote cruise but this looks so cool it's so expensive but it looks so cool and these these pictures of the interior, I mean, it's just like going into um, Princess Leia's Tantive Star Cruiser and boarding it. And these are the type of rooms uh, that you would get to you know, sleep in and they have got the cool portal portals that you could uh, port holes <laughs> that you can look through and you could see this, the, the spaceships and the galaxies moving past. You could see the, the star systems and the galaxy map, and you've got the cool millennium Falcon esque kind of, um, entryway. And it just looks super cool folks. I mean, I can't tell you how neat this is and the cast members will all be decked out. In their Star Wars, um, um, you know, their Star Wars outfits and things like that. So apparently, you're going to get boarded by the, you know, by by stormtroopers and things, of course, because that's how things roll uh, there at Galaxy's Edge. The First Order is going to come knocking on your door. But anyway, I can't tell you how cool that is. All you have to do is uh, check out, uh, just seek it out on YouTube if you want. Just look at Star Wars Hotel first look inside the galactic star cruiser. Pretty awesome. I cannot wait. I am saving my pennies. I don't know about you, but uh, when you do feel free to contact Kristen because she will hook you up uh, with a Disney trip there for sure. So that is, uh, that is that. Uh, Let us talk about this. You know, we have gotten reports about people that aren't complying By wearing a mask there at Walt Disney World. Walt Disney World, mind you, has gotten recognized for best practices during this pandemic being open. In fact, they went from 25% capacity to now raising it to 35% capacity within this past week. So congratulations. You're doing great. You're being clean. You're being safe. People are wearing masks. However, for people that aren't wearing masks that decide they want to test the system out, don't do it. You're just going to spoil the time, you're just going to spoil the fun for everybody because they have to stop attractions until you mask up again. Uh, according to Cinema Blend, um, this is what happens they had a report, I think, uh, from Inside the Magic, our friends at Inside the Magic, who rode what was it, the Carousel of Progress. And it said that they had ridden it, and they, uh, they were, I guess, a cast member had witnessed someone taking the mask off in air conditioning. And they had to stop the ride and cast member says it went on the speaker and said, someone had taken their mask off. Please put your mask back on and we will resume the ride. And immediately the person put their mask back on <laughs> and then they'd start it again. But this is the kind of stuff that happens. This is the stuff that happens. So anyway, um, yes. Uh Lindsay says the hotel looks awesome, but a thousand dollars a night thumbs down. yeah, <laughs> we shall see about that thousand dollars a night. but, uh, yeah, yeah, but anyway, um, yeah, so don't, don't do it. Don't do it. They've got night vision in there. They can see what kind of shenanigans happen there, whether you're in the hall of Presidents, you know, where they have all the seats clearly labeled for social distancing, But you need to make sure that you maintain social distancing, wear a mask. Okay. At least it says, um, the neck, um, uh, the neck masks are not, uh, uh, allowed. They, uh, mask have to have two layers to fully cover the nose and mouth and secure under the chin. So, uh, be sure before you go that you, uh, you know, what type of mask to wear we actually have a podcast about this know before you go back to Walt disney world so please please mask up and uh be safe out there so coming in december folks disney plus they have so many great things coming to you in in the month of january can you believe it 2020 nearly over thank the heavens (sighs) i cannot wait for this year to be over already um so the Mandalorian is great. Don't know if you've seen it. hopefully have there on Disney plus, but coming coming in December for Disney plus. Anastasia' is coming, which is, which is great. <laughs> now a Disney Princess, Anastasia coming over from Fox, Mulan. Tom Hanks is big. Uh, we've got Sky High, the Nutcracker in the Four Realms, of course more, of the Mandalorian. Uh, the wonderful world of Mickey, keep rolling the big uh, the big good wolf is coming, uh, let's see, Ralph Breaks the Internet, High School Musical, The Musical, The Holiday Special, and uh, The Wonderful World of Mickey and Mouse, The Brave Little Squire, An Ordinary Date, is coming, and then uh, we also have Into the Woods, Arendale's Castle Ulog, which is always fun there, you can just throw that on your TV while you're opening gifts, that's a lot of fun, and um, yeah, Disney Picks Our Soul coming out on Christmas Day. So just a whole lot for you to look forward to there in December uh, when it comes to Disney+. Plus. Disney World is bringing back Park Hopper perks next year. Okay, so this past Friday, Walt Disney World Resort announced that the theme park is bringing back the beloved Park Hopper program starting January 1 of 2021. Just a few weeks away. Tickets or annual passes with the Park Hopper perk allows guests to visit multiple Disney parks, including Disney's Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and Epcot on the same day. That's the annual pass that my wife and I usually have. However, Disney's implementing some new modifications amid this pandemic. To focus on its ongoing health and safety, guests will only be allowed to hop between parks between 2 p.m. until closing and we'll have to make a reservation to the park The fir- uh, to the park they will be planning to visit first during the day. So that is the caveat there. Slightly different. Of course, these modifications are designed to help us continue managing attendance in a way that fosters physical distancing, Disney said in a statement. Additionally, other enhanced health and safety measures remain in effect, including face coverings required for guests from the ages of two and up. So there you have it right there. So looking forward to resuming to Park Hop. How about that? So Deadpool. I'm excited about Deadpool. One of my favorite uh, Marvel superheroes, antiheroes, if you will. Um, Ryan Reynolds is a blast. And Deadpool 3 is finally being greenlit um, from Marvel Studios. Kevin Feige said uh, earlier in a, in a release saying that they're welcoming Doing, working with Ryan Reynolds, and this is really cool. So we're looking forward to uh, seeing work start uh, with Deadpool 3 coming soon. Now, Bob Iger had said, and Kevin Feige had said this too, next Deadpool movie is going to be rated R. So how is that going to work when it comes to Disney and Disney Plus? Well, uh, a couple things that we discussed on Skull Rock Podcast with my buddy Dave Bossert. Um, it may be on Hulu. It definitely could be on Hulu. The other option that could happen is that, uh well, when Deadpool finally hits uh, theaters probably in 2022, perhaps, uh, maybe 2023, early 2023, uh, that it might actually be on the uh, a section of Disney Plus with other films from Fox that would be uh, password protected right? For parental use only, uh, where you'd have to enter a pin in order to gain access to that. So either way, I'm just glad I'm both a Hulu and Disney Plus subscriber. I think they're great services. That's how I get my local TV these days. So anyway, I look forward to that. I look forward to Ryan Reynolds finally in Deadpool, finally being part of the MCU. You got to love it. I'm such a huge Marvel fan. I'm just glad they're all coming home. All the characters are coming home uh, where they should be. All the Marvel stuff. Also, uh, Nick Fury. So, the Nick Fury series is rumored to start, uh, and this is for Disney Plus, starting production next year. And that's according to comicbook.com. So, regardless, this character is supposed to have a major role in this series, and it might be starting, uh, it might start filming sooner than expected. And this is going to be. Start. I guess it's going to be starting to film uh, mid next year, mid 2021, sometime after Moon Knight and She-Hulk um, as they start rolling cameras later uh, or early next year. <laughs> Gosh, it's hard to say uh, early next uh, next year. So this is going to be great. Once again, so much great Marvel content coming out uh, there on Disney Plus. Looking forward to that. Speaking of Marvel, I'd uh, we'll also like to send little shout-out also, drink of water, to um, Mark Ruffalo and Scarlett Johansson. Did you know they share the same birthday? Yeah. So that happened uh, on the 22nd. So Robert uh, Downey Jr. actually uh, Instagrammed Mark Ruffalo and Scarlett Johansson. Both happy birthday. Um, The Hulk actor is 53, Mark Ruffalo, and Scarlett Johansson is 36. They both look amazing they're both amazing actresses actors and actresses both um so i wish them happy birthday and uh have no fear i believe that we're going to have a announcement on december 10th uh, regarding what's going on with the black widow movie um scarlett johansson doesn't seem to be faced by it in an interview on comicbook.com she had said that uh They've been talking to Kevin Feige, the Marvel Studios president, about the delays, and they understand what's going on with the global situation. So hopefully we'll be able to see the Black Widow film, which was initially slated to be released in theaters May 4th. Obviously that didn't happen, but uh, we look forward to seeing the Black Widow movie. Kristen and I love Scarlett Johansson. We love Marvel movies, and hopefully we'll be able to see it really soon. Along with that is what's going on with Black Panther Two. So sl- uh, slated to start filming July of 2021, just six months, seven months away. Um, they are going to bring back all the actors pretty much, uh, from black Panther. All right. So Letitia, Wright, Who plays Shuri is going to have a more prominent role. Uh, apparently, um, they're not going to be doing any type of CGI work to bring back Chadwick Boseman, who tragically died several months ago. Um, and they don't know whether they're going to recast him or not or write him out of the movie, but Marvel Studios has not confirmed or denied it. But uh, Marvel Studios uh, Vice President Victoria Alonso recently told, uh, uh, told people in an interview, our king unfortunately has died in real life, not just fiction, and we're taking a little time to see how we return to history and what we do to honor the chapter of what happened to us that was so unexpected, so painful, and so terribly um, so terrible, really. So uh yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. And uh in the comic books, Letitia Wright and Letitia Wright, but her character Shuri did take the mantle on as Black Panther, and she could be very much the new Iron Man um of uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I and I mean that in the way that um, she would have powers granted to her by her suit because if you remember the end of Black Panther, they had burned all of the herbs, the you know the herbs that transform um, people into the Black Panther, right? That gives them that that kind of supernatural um, strength that the Black Panther possesses, as well as you know the the technology from the suit that Shuri provided um, King T'Challa. But anyway, we shall see what happens there. So Disney, the wonderful world of Disney's magical holiday celebration is happening Thanksgiving night, and uh, you'll be able to check that out. It's the special fifth anniversary edition of the wonderful world of Disney magical holiday celebration, and you can check out that on ABC Thanksgiving night at 9, 8 central on ABC. So uh, Derek and Julianne Huff return kicking off the night with a glittering new holiday performance while Trevor Jackson's. Uh, from Freeform's Gronish, uh, host from Walt Disney World Resort in Florida as they take win- uh, viewers on a wintry ride through fan-favorite performances for over the past five years and heartwarming family moments. You'll also see a sneak peek into Remy's Ratatouille Adventure coming to Epcot in 2021. So, you know, it's a clip show. We understand that, uh, but you'll be able to check out a bunch of really cool performances, including uh, Kelly Clarkson Jason Derulo, One Republic, Meghan Trainor, Adina uh, Menzel. Uh, <laughs> I always want when I say Adina Menzel uh, when she sings Frozen, I want to go back to the John Travolta clip of him saying Adele DeZim. That's <laughs> that's what I want to say. But uh, anyway, um, be sure to check out the special that's airing once again and on ABC uh, Thanksgiving night at nine eight Central. So please check that out. Celebrating Mickey Mouse, we are here. This, once again, is a classic interview with Brett Iwan from, uh, what is it? Uh, This is from April 15th of 2011. Hard to believe, but it's true. Um, Like I said, Brett was amazing. And I hope you enjoy this quick uh, snippet of this interview. Please enjoy this interview with Brett Iwan. Oh wow, The Disney List With Kristen and Al John Interview on Sorcerer Radio Sorcerer Radio This is Corey Burton saying Please keep your hands, arms, feet and legs Inside the headphones at all times Thank you SRSounds.com the WDW Tiki Room, Kristen and Al John here on Sorcerer Radio All Disney, Disney music, all day long We are back with the man The voice of Mickey Mouse, Brett Iwan Brett, how you doing? Yes. Wonderful. Don't forget, you can check out Brett and Tony Anselmo as they do a private evening with Mickey and Donald, a fundraising benefit for the Thank You Walt Disney Preservation uh, Group. They are saving the old studio, the Laugh-O-Graham Studios. And that's going to be going down May 7th, 2011, just a few weeks away there in North Kansas City. For more details, you can call 816-421-9700 or visit Thank you, Walt Disney. And we were talking a little bit about your your voiceover experience and your your illustrating experience. But uh, let's talk a little bit about maybe how you prepare for doing the voice of Mickey. Um, One of our listeners asks, is there a particular film or scene that you play back uh, in your mind when you're drawing influences to uh, get ready to draw or to voice Mickey, I should say? I'm not
2: sure I can pinpoint just one. Um, you know, I one of my favorite scenes of Mickey is in uh, the early cartoon, of Pointer when That, um, the middle range falsetto. End of that place. Awesome.
1: Now, you have done voiceover work for video games for many years, as well as, you know, the films and TV shows. Now, uh, what is the difference working on those versus, you know, TV and film?
2: Uh, well, let's see. The, um, the Kingdom Hearts games work interesting, actually, because when we as the american voice actors get into the process it's already been animated and recorded over in japan um so we're doing what they call adr where we're putting in our voice to the animation um it's a little tricky because um you know the the time frame uh, the length of time allowed for the dialogue has already been determined um by the japanese voice actors and and therefore it's
1: been animated to match theirs with the lipsticks and everything so um you know it's a little challenging to to give a script that is the
2: english translation of what they did in japanese and try and fit it in with the same acting tone and um in the same amount of time is sometimes the most challenging part of it um, And it's not always that you have a ton of stuff to fit into a short amount of time. Sometimes you have two words that have to fill in a, you know, 10-second gap. So it can work both ways. Um, It's challenging. And then um, Epic Mickey was a little bit of a different scenario where, um, you know, there was no dialogue for the entire game, as I'm sure most of your listeners know. And so it really came down to a chunk of, uh, of text, uh, you know, whatever Mickey or the other characters are saying, and translating that into one or two noises. Um, because of the uh, capacity that the game had, we weren't able to do full dialogue. So that was a really challenging acting exercise because, you know, Mickey may be saying to Oswald, hey, Oswald, we need to go up on top of this mountain and get the rocket. But he had you know, he really could always, only say... And it was uh, definitely challenging, but a lot of fun. And uh, and then the other way that works is we also would receive animation of, for Mickey, there's different, you know, moves. And so there's a lot of times where I was voicing to an animation of, uh, this is what Mickey looks like when he gets down the ground. This is what Mickey looks like when he gets flattened. Um, So there's a lot of, you know, make a noise of Mickey falling 10 feet. Okay, now Mickey's falling 20 feet. How does it sound different? (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, video games are challenging um, because it's a it's a different vehicle, and and a lot of times you don't have the uh, um, the linear dialogue going on that you would have in a TV show or a theme park show. So it's challenging, but it's a lot of fun. Well.
0: Wow epic mickey i think everyone can agree is such a great game and of course kingdom hearts i mean you've been involved in some dare i say epic video games uh, that disney <laughs> fans all over the world just absolutely embrace and uh, we we absolutely love it but uh, i know my wife speaking of disney parks and epic attractions like epic mickey uh, and of course our favorite disney theme parks christian christian you have a question for him right
1: what is one of your favorite attractions in the parks?
2: Oh, gosh, you're all about the trick questions today. <laughs> um, my favorite attractions at the park, there's two,
1: and uh, this, this is the geeky side of me, but my two favorite attractions are
2: Pirates of the Caribbean and Haunted Mansion yes. at Disneyland. Uh, to me,
1: they're just the essential Disney storytelling, Disney magic, immersive
2: environments, I go animatronics. The music—it's just, I love it all. Um, and then right behind that, I think would be Indiana Jones and Temple of uh, the Forbidden Eye. Yes. Or the doom Temple of the Forbidden Eye in Disneyland—that another great attraction with the theming and the, the environment. Even in the queue, as you're getting to the line, um, so those three would be my top favorites. But then, I mean.
0: I could go on and on give you reasons for why I like each and every ride. Exactly. I think that.
1: I want those versions to all come to Walt Disney.
0: No kidding, right? <laughs> I so want that. It's great. Um, okay. Now, speaking of attractions, we know uh, some, some of our audience members may not be aware, but there was a recent redo of the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. And I understand you did the voiceover for that.
2: I did. I did. Um, you know, making it a brief little. When you're passing through Mickey's Star Traders And uh, he he shouts out his opinion I didn't realize how I was just down in Disney World um, About a month ago And I didn't realize that if you stood right out under Or right by Mickey's Star Trader Under the People Mover Bridge um, You would hear that over and over and over
0: again That's right And we've done that (laughs) (laughs) We have done that And we're very happy to do that Um, (laughs) Okay, now speaking of uh, attractions and video games, um, is there anything on the horizon that our listeners, and even us, of course, we're just waiting to know, um, any new voiceovers, maybe a Epic Mickey 2 video game maybe that may be in the works that maybe you, you can speak about? Let's see,
2: well, um, you know, I know that the Kingdom Hearts franchise is so popular and um, going to go on for many years, so I would say definitely keep your ears and eyes open for more Kingdom Hearts, Epic Mickey, I haven't heard anything for sure on that, but I know that it was received so well that I wouldn't be surprised if... um Mickey 2 shows up. Um, there's a new parade opening up at Disneyland, uh, Mickey's sensational Parade that we're all really excited about, and I, in particular, am excited about because Mickey will be playing the drums, um, all live musicians in the parade, so it's gonna be something to be seen for sure. Um, and it'll actually be my first full Disneyland parade that I'll be uh, providing the voice for, so the geek in me is just excited to be down there and get to see it, and, hear it and, you know, yeah, see what right. that turns out to be, because it seems like it's going to be really exciting from everything I've seen and
0: heard about it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, you heard it here first, everybody. I uh, can't wait to I, it I out can't out. Wait it Well, speaking of August, um, you know, there's Destination D happening in just a matter of weeks here at Walt Disney World, and there's also the D23 Expo that's going to be happening. Do you have any plans on attending those events um, as, they, uh, as they come forward? I
2: wish I could be down there for Destination D, I won't be able to, um, so, you know, I hope you guys rock it and have a blast without me, <laughs> The D23 Expo, I, I don't have any official plans to attend as of yet, um, I'm sure those will come about, but... Regardless, if I don't get invited in an official capacity, I will be there as a fan myself. So I was there for the first one. I will not
0: miss the second one. Well, maybe we could get a, we can uh, kind of bend your ear, if you will, and uh, get a photo with you when we're down there at the expo. We'll have to get you up. Definitely.
1: Now, for our last question, we would like to know what it is like to know that you are a voice of a legendary character that so many people are in love with I mean it is one of the most beloved characters
2: it it um gosh I'm getting goosebumps again it is an honor plain and simple it is just an honor to be a part of such an amazing legacy and it's it just brings me so much joy to know that Mickey brings so much joy and happiness to the world um You know, I I feel almost a little spoiled to think of how much fun I'm having being a part of this. Um, And then just a little overwhelmed to think of the impact that he has on the world. I mean, Mickey is loved by so many people. And he's he's timeless, he's classic, he's everybody's best friend. and. I'm just, I'm truly honored. It's a huge honor and a great responsibility. I have never lost track of that, and I hope I never do, that, you know, it truly is a responsibility. uh, I know Wayne used to say all the time, and I'm sure he would have told me if he could have in person, that, you know, we're just filling in for the boss. We are doing our part to preserve the legacy that Walt started um, back in 1928. So uh, the fact that I get to be in that line of successors is, Amazing, surreal, and it, it's it's hard to grasp at times. But I, you know, I'm truly honored. I, I couldn't ask for a, a better job, and uh, to work, I couldn't ask to work with better people. Um, so yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. A little overwhelming at times, but amazing.
0: Well, Brett, it, it's been a real pleasure to get to speak with you for a few minutes. And uh, I know that uh, all, on behalf of all the fans, the Disney fans that are out there, we really appreciate you and how much uh, tender care that you deal with uh, voicing the character of Mickey Mouse. And I'm sure all of us can agree that the boss upstairs would be very, very pleased to have you uh, carry on and continue the legacy. Oh, well, thank you so much. It means a lot to me. Thank you once again a private evening with Mickey and Donald where Brett was going to be there alongside fellow voice actor my favorite duck uh, Donald Duck Tony Anselmo they're going to be there telling and sharing their stories along with auction materials and so many great things in order to help save the laugh Studios and yeah, you can get your tickets now private evening with Mickey and Donald over there at North Kansas City Missouri the Screenland Armor for more details on how to get tickets you can always call 816 421 9700 and visit disney.org sign up for the newsletter, and even if you can't attend this event, you can always contribute in some way to help continue this great legacy where so many great uh, you know, animators got their start, cutting their teeth, if you will, uh, on the world of animation. So, thank you, Brett, for your time. We really appreciate you stopping by the WDW Tiki Room.
2: Yeah, thank you, guys.
0: Sorcerer Radio.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, I
0: Hi, I'm
2: Brett Iwan, the voice of Mickey
0: Mouse. You're listening to WDW TV Room with Kristen and Aljohn. Oh, man. <laughs> that was a walk down memory lane, wasn't it? Oh, my goodness. Well, anyway, thank you all so much. I hope you enjoyed our classic interview with Brett Iwan, the voice of Mickey Mouse, animator, and overall great guy, Brett Iwan. Man. Follow him on Instagram. Go find him and uh, let him know that you heard it right here from Kristen Aljon on the Disney list. Just listen to that interview from 2011. Just brought a lot of joy to me because uh, I hadn't heard it in quite some time. And it just brought back a lot of memories of us when we first started the the podcast. So Lindsay says it would be cool to sound like Mickey Mouse. (laughs) Absolutely see I I can't even I can't even try can't even try but uh, anyway thank you so much I'd like to uh, give a big shout out to Kristen once again if you want to have an awesome vacation feel free to check out uh, Kristen and send her an email theme parks and cruises at gmail.com she can gladly hook you up she's been uh, booking vacations now for over 10 years uh and he's a huge travel travel fan, second generation uh, travel agent. So be sure to check that out. Also check out Sorcer Radio, all Disney music, all day long at srsounds.com. Free apps you can download, share, listen to all the great music from Disney, parks, and more, including some awesome DJs, right? Uh, and some great podcasts, too, by the way. So please check that out. Also, big shout out to WDW Park Hoppers. Uh, John and Park Hopper Sid Uh, They go live every week They are uh, some great friends And family, we consider them family So be sure you check them out Disney Parks Podcast with uh, also Park Hopper John and Tony Uh, Please check out those folks Um, Yes And we'd like to thank you once again for being You and for welcoming us Into your home every single week Don't forget we go live uh, Every week, check us out on facebook.com Forward slash The Disney List Podcast, and uh, you can follow us and uh, be sure to click that bell for notifications every time we go live, okay? On behalf of Kristen, my name's Al John. We love you, and even though you may be worlds apart from your friends and family, just know that we love you, and we look forward to seeing you every single week to share our Disney List with you, being a Disney fan and being a member of our family, so... Until next time, we'll see you real soon. This podcast was not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings and is intended for entertainment purposes.
1: I'm Kristen Hetzel, co-host of Dining at Disney Podcast. Every week I chat about dining at Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resort and Disney Cruise Line with my fellow foodie, Bubba. We also feature restaurants and food reviews, information to help you plan your dining, Disney food news, recipes, and a monthly panel discussion. Visit DiningAtDisney.com and subscribe to Dining at Disney Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeart Radio, or your favorite podcast platform. Dining at Disney Podcast, the happiest plate on earth.